0: Welcome to Define You Radio After Dark Conversations, where real people have unfiltered conversations about the topics that influence the way we think, feel, and move. Each week with your host, Valencia Griffin-Wallace. Welcome to Define You Radio After Dark Conversations. I am your host, Valencia Griffin-Wallace. And today, we're discussing how to reset, recuperate, recover, in the words of Queen LaVon, in 2021. With that being said, joining the conversation is Queen Donna Barnes. You've heard her voice before. Queen Donna, go ahead and say hello. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Happy New Year.
1: Yes, Happy New Year. We made it to 2021.
0: And it's starting off with a bang. But before we go there, let's kind of go back to 2020. How can people mentally release the stress of 2020? Because it was a crazy year that it went by fast and slow at the same time.
1: It did. It did. And I, I think COVID had a lot to do with it. Everyone was more so in a panic state of mind. Um, and I think in order to mentally restart or reset from that, I think it's going to take us embracing how we felt during that time. So kind of like reflecting, we definitely have to reflect on 2020 and everything that has happened. And we got to try to embrace how we feel, but also try not to bring it with us to 2021. Yes, COVID is still here, but we know the necessary precautions we have to take. We know what we need to do to stay safe. So what may be working for my family might not work for no, you know someone else's family. So I think it's going to be very important for us to assess that and become aware of what we need in 2021 because we can't change anything that has happened in 2020. And we're not going to forget those things that happened in 2020, but I do definitely think that we have to try to move forward and put 2020 behind us so we can be able to function and navigate in 2021. Mm.
0: Good, good advice, good advice, because I know um I've seen different memes and some of them, like uh one of them I saw was like 2018 through 2019, then 2021, like completely like throw the whole year away of 2020. But I think some lessons were learned in 2020 that we would
1: not have otherwise gotten you know i agree and and that's the thing too because a lot of people um what's the word collect put everyone in a collective box oh 2020 was bad for us all you cannot say that because 2020 wasn't bad for everybody because 2020 was good for some 2020 some people were able to come up financially 2020 some people were able to spend time with their kids 2020 Some people was able to become aware of what they needed to work on and what they needed to change. So we did have some deaths in 2020, a lot of deaths because of COVID-19. But at the same time, we can't say that it was a bad year because of those deaths.
0: What if you had had a great year? um let's say you prospered financially maybe started you know an online business cuz of course that space is definitely picking up but a close friend or a family member like their year was like garbage how how do you have you know that conversation do you just not say anything about how great the year might have been for you you know, because it's like you don't want to make the other person feel bad. But if 2020 wasn't as bad for you, do you just, you know, hop on there? 2020 was garbage bus or like, how would you handle that?
1: Well, and I I did tell some of my friends that, you know, because I had some friends that had COVID-19. You know, I didn't have it, but I had them that has it. So. When it comes to conversations like that, we could hear them out. We could definitely hear them out. We could try to understand how they feel. But if we've never been in their shoes, then, of course, we're not going to really know how they feel. But then, too, your story is different than my story. And being okay with the fact that we have different stories, we have different perceptions of how the year turned out. So, yeah, it, your year might have been bad. But how can we look at the positive? I'm, I try to be a positive person. So I always try to get people to see the positive side of things. So yeah, they had COVID in 2020, but boom, you made it to 2021 because there was a lot of people that didn't. So I definitely try to get them to recognize the positive. I wouldn't say gloat because, you know, you were doing good. It was a good year for you, but I definitely would let them know. I would share my side of the story just so they can see that little bit of hope.
0: Mm. Because I know I've had... Conversations, especially around the holidays, of you know, with people that were struggling financially, still, and that wasn't, you know, that's not my story. I'm, you know, I, I don't know. Like when we talked previously on the show, me and um, the I think the last show we did, me Queen Shannon and and Levon about. You know, things we learned in 2020 and different things like that. But one of the things that they said and we all recognize it was like I really started to slow down in 2018 and 2019 in a whole lot of areas of my life. So when 2020 happened, it wasn't a big like shock for me. It wasn't that I wasn't I was, you know, like I was more prepared than. I thought Mm -hmm. I just didn't (laughs) honestly it was like I was used to doing certain things and everybody else would be like at work or somewhere else so it was more of an inconvenience because it's like okay now everybody else is in in my space so to speak um what was the biggest lesson you came out of 2020 with
1: the biggest lesson for me is was time. Mm. Time, time isn't guaranteed. You need to create more memories with your son.
0: Mm. So did the downtime of 2020 allow you to do that?
1: The downtime did. It allowed me to be home because when I was working um, for my employer, I was able to be at home with him. I was able to help him um, get on at school virtually as well as me working home for virtually. So I was in the, you know, I was present and I wouldn't have been present if I still had to go to my job in Ascension every day because I was working 10 hour shifts.
0: Mm. Speaking of children, kids are now having to do online school. They're not able to hang with their friends. Um, And from an adult perspective, it's like, You know, it just seems like the world has gone crazy and kids see that, of course, because they're on social media and different things like that. How do you approach the topic of anxiety and those things like with your child? How do you address it? Because I think a lot of adults, you know, we're caught up in our own feelings and how it's affecting us
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and You know, thinking the kids are enjoying it because some of them are not having to physically go to school.
1: Yeah.
0: So how do how do you have those conversations
1: with your children? I know for me, like I try I try to have these real conversations with my son already, like before the pandemic. But I do believe that it's important to let your children know, hey, it's okay to feel this way. It's okay to be anxious. It's okay to worry. It's okay to feel overwhelmed, or it's even okay to feel stressed. However, what can we what can we do, or how can I help to make you feel more relaxed, to make you feel more calm, so you don't worry as much? And then I also teach most of my kids reality based um, facts. Like we have to look at the facts when we worry will worrying really help us in the situation Mm. or will worrying really hinder us in the situation and keep us in that state of mind? So we got to look at, is it going to help me? How is it going to benefit me? Or how is it going to be a disadvantage to me? And it's easier said than done, but I definitely think that we have to get our kids to deep breathe. We have to tell our kids because they don't know, but sometimes we're going to have to tell them, you know, I understand that you're worrying but this is nothing to worry about because there's nothing we could do. We have to realize what's out of our control and what's within our control.
0: That's, um, (laughs) that's something, you know, how, how I'm built. I don't do well with things that are not in my control. Mm -hmm. And I know, you know, there's the whole serenity prayer thing. And I know you're supposed to accept things you can't change, but like you said, that's definitely easier said than done. Um, but see, the way I'm made up,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that is one of the hardest things for me to accept is, you know, things I can't Control. do anything about.
1: hmm. And you mentioned the serenity prayer. (laughs) And that's one of the things that um, really helped me. What I did, I typed up the serenity prayer in a Word document. I printed it in one of my favorite colors. And then I posted it on my wall. That way, when I did have those moments um, of frustration, of feeling overwhelmed, of being stressed, I looked up at that serenity prayer and I said it to myself. And I'm like, okay, you cannot change this. Because we we know what we can't change We can't change people We can only change ourselves right. and our behaviors So we have no control over other people So it's a repetitious type um, Thing that we have to do We have to be consistent With letting ourselves know If a situation arises and we cannot change it I have no control over it
0: mm. I'm glad this is a recording Versus a video recording <laughs> I, I'm working on that. There is a alternate um a alternative version of the serenity prayer. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of it right now. I'm gonna have to find it and like post it, you know, on social media and then I'll tag you in. But basically it's almost like damn the things I can't change. I'm gonna change everything. It doesn't say that, but that's like the It's like the serenity prayer plus. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I'm going to have to find it and post it. Hopefully I can find it. So, yes, this whole social distancing thing, Mm -hmm. do you do you see where do you think it's causing like an emotional distance? Do you think it's helping us get rid of some some people? that we need to be emotionally distanced from like, what are, what are your whole thoughts with social distancing distancing and how it's affecting emotional distance?
1: Well, I would say both of those two things that um, you named. So social distancing is hard, especially for an extrovert. Like we're not used to social distance. We're used to being in the crowd, being a part of, you know, just being social So I think when it comes to someone being an extrovert, it definitely can be um, emotionally challenging because it's something we're not used to. But also when we look at introverts, introverts, it's only hard with the social distance because now we're forced. So an introvert Mm -hmm. usually voluntarily stays away, but now you're forcing me. So it's like I'm involuntarily told that I have to social distance. So for that, I think it's more so of that, okay, now I'm forced to stay away. So if I did want to go out, I can't, you know, but I do feel, and this is me to eat, to eat his own with the social distancing COVID, (laughs) COVID COVID-19. I feel like it's real. I do know it's real. I do know a lot of people have lost their life over it. If you're sick, stay home. Don't even come out and talk about wearing a mask or have your hand sanitized. No, just stay home if you're sick. But I'm one, I feel like I have to still live my life. So I'm still on the go. I found reasons to go to the grocery store. I still took all the necessary precautions, but I found reasons to get out the house because it's hard staying somewhere cooped up, looking at the four walls. And that's Mm -hmm. something that you're not used to when you're constantly on the go. And now you have to stay in one place. It's very hard. Mm. I think
0: with me, people people that I know that are extroverts, they like, you know, damn this. <laughs> like, okay, I'm a I'ma stay in one place six and a half days, but <laughs> it's it's quite interesting. But I think I'm 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 an introvert. And I have to tell people that um, and It's something I've always said But a lot of people Because you know Especially when I was Hot and heavy speaking And here, there, and everywhere People didn't understand How I can be an introvert And I'm doing it I was like "It's I can't explain it But my, my preference is Me being at home In my own little world mm-hmm. and, But That other side of me That You're not going to tell me What to do side of me mm-hmm um was like you know you taking my choice away of if I did want to get out so I love that you said that because it wasn't it was hard for me but in a different way it was hard for me or it's hard for me because I don't like being told what to do I don't like having to feel like you know it's I have to question everything like I you know if I want to go visit my aunt or things like that it's like okay i don't know who all she had in her house i don't know this I, you know it's like so many questions to where it start
1: almost causing anxiety that's that yeah you but know that's that thing you can't control well i just
0: <laughs> we're gonna be outside and stay your six feet <laughs> stay you know yeah. um especially because I don't stay in the same city as my family it's like I was already out here quote unquote by myself and now it's like I can't even like I'm really by myself uh-huh. you know so that's um that's definitely a battle but as far as like going to you know, get groceries or anything of that nature, I was already getting them delivered. I was already doing the pickup. Uh If I go in Walmart, like I just, I hate it. And this was before COVID. Like I just, I I like being in my own space. Like if I could put a bubble,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you would. But I think, I don't know, I tell people you know, I'm an Aquarius a so, uh, 100% Aquarius and you would have to know all what that entails to understand is it's not like I'm anti-social but I'm not really social Uh at times most of the time 99.9% of the time
1: and I think you gotta Um, pick who you're social with nowadays definitely
0: and I, th- I think what COVID turned everybody into an Aquarius, I, everybody has turned into me, I think, because it wouldn't, if they have sense, because just not really wanting to be around people. Because I already, I wouldn't say I was a germaphobe, but the biggest thing that bothered me is stuff I was already buying, I had a hard time finding. So, I'm like, people just now deciding to wash their hands and do things I was already doing. So, that kind of aggravated me a little bit. But, yeah, um, cause that's what <laughs> we should have been doing, you
1: know.
0: Right. I mean, I'm just, I always was one of those people. Like, I watched a lot of documentaries and stuff. And I would even tell my son, like, don't touch my face because I don't know what skin flakes coming off your hand onto my face. And I've, telling you i've watched documentaries way before this too much that's how i know too much random stuff um (laughs) so (laughs) with with that being said do you do you think that people really realize like who was important and, and who wasn't like how did it affect you could either speak from personal experience or people you know like friendships and family relationships
1: I think it. I think it was an eye opener all around. I would definitely say that it was an eye opener. You know, a lot of people said twenty twenty the year of vision or um, clear vision and things like that, and that's exactly what we got. We might did. You know, we might not have wanted it the way that we got it, but that's exactly what we were speaking the whole year. What I would definitely say is. It does help you recognize who is important to you and what is important to you um, in a sense, because we as we can see life is too short, you know, and we don't have time to waste. But that's also to me. For me, I also feel like I don't have time to stress now because mm-hmm. my life could be taken at any moment. And when it's time for me to go, that's one thing I don't want to be is stress. So I don't have time. So, for me, it's more so of you are going to do whatever it is that you're going to do, and I'm going to feel how I'm, I'm going to feel, and then that's going to be that. But it's my decision on whether I decide whether I'm putting up with you or not. Mm-hmm. So, in a sense, it did, you know, it definitely gave me some time to see what's important, who's important, and I don't need to entertain anything that's not.
0: I I agree 150% um, because I I don't think people give 2020 enough credit because they're looking at all the negatives. But Mm -hmm. one thing I said, is kind of like getting that fresh pair of contacts or you finally get the right prescription in your glasses and you seeing stuff that was already there. But now you're actually able to see it and see it clear to where you can't deny it. Mm hmm. So it, to me, it was still, you know, the year of vision revelation, um, however you want to say it, but it's just like, if you've been denying stuff was existing, you know, this whole time, you know, 2020 made it to where you can't deny it. You yeah. know, my only question is it does my passport still work if need be, <gasps> cuz yeah. i i told my husband cuz i do want to touch on the events um what was that two days ago with the people and i'm using air quotes decided to run up in congress the con- I, that was a congress building right mm-hmm, the state capital what i'm saying right so when you think like a lot of people were in that mindset who we over the hump you know what i'm saying 2020 mm-hmm. is done and then you get this foolery on, you know, what six days into the new year, mm-hmm. and I was I was thinking about that and talking. I mean, you can't help but see it, and it's crazy because it's. I was on Twitter, Black Twitter. Feel how you want, peep audience. Um, so the memes were hilarious. Um, and me and my husband was talking about it and I was like I just can't seem to care. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying cuz it's like 2020 took so much mental strength to make it through, all right? Number one, I was not surprised. Mm-hmm. And number two, cuz a lot of people, you know, I saw a lot of people putting you know if it were black people da 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 we all know that some things don't need to be said to be understood Uh and one of the things I you know I said it was quite interesting that they waited to the stimulus um, the little you know the stimulus went through and people most people had gotten their second stimulus they knew when to do it exactly And so it's like you telling, telling your kids or telling your friends or y'all talking about like the worst is over 2020 is done. Now we're on recovery mode. And then you get this foolishness pumping, you know, pumping the timelines. And I, I, I have, I have zero, Mm -hmm. like I have zero
1: and that's my personal, personal feelings about that. I would say, and and that's the thing for me too, because when you scroll up and down the timelines, it's like, y'all don't, Lord, forgive me because I'm, I am, people are able to feel how they feel, but Mm -hmm. I don't understand why this was such a shock, why it wasn't expected. It's Trump. He has the whole four years he has done some unexpected things. So why would this behavior be unexpected? And I think for me, it leaves me feeling unbothered because I already knew something would would happen. So why are we getting our panties in a bunch over something we should have expected? Mm -hmm. So we know if those people rambush the state Capitol, they're not going to shoot their own people. You know, they're not going to do that. The police is not going to do that. That's why we have the Black Lives Movement, because the police do it to us. So Mm -hmm. what made you think that the police would do it to them? Like, what gave you that inclination? Like, you know, where was your mindset to even think that? Of course they wasn't going to do it. So I don't, yeah, I don't understand why it was a shock. So that leaves me, you know, feeling unbothered. I usually don't comment on Facebook because that would be my response.
0: I agree 100% because I have several um, comments and just real life reality observations and everything else that it's like my fingers are itching to post, but I was like, that's just too much energy for me. It is, you know, Um, and even the people that was like, well, I don't understand why the police weren't responding, or or where were the police and everything else? And I saw this somewhere, and I was telling my husband, and I said, everybody may not get it when they hear it the first time, but
1: mm-hmm. you're gonna
0: think about it, and be like, okay, I get it. You never, you never see, you know, if you were what a '90s baby or two thousand whatever. Whenever Hannah Montana was on, <laughs> yeah. never saw. Miley, si- Miley Cyrus and Hannah Montana in the same place, because they're the same person. Mm-hmm. So, I say that to say no, no doubt in my mind that we were dealing with Miley Cyrus and Hannah Montana. They're not going to fight each other. They're not going to, you know, like, oh, okay, I know I know who that dude is. I work with him, or to each his own i'm just saying like let's let's just let's stop acting shocked and surprised because you are causing yourself more mental anxiety than necessary
1: exactly Uh, and i do agree with that and and the thing about it is for one it's in washington dc we're in louisiana but (laughs) it's only so much we can do so I think we did what we felt we could do, and that was to go vote, and he didn't win. But it's going to take us doing it every time. We can't just let up just because, you know, oh, Biden's in office now. No, we're going to have to hold Biden to a certain standard too because Biden is still not one of us.
0: Hmm. That part, as Queen Shannon say, all I need to know is what countries are allowing (laughs) because I've been got my passport. I just need to know what countries because I I was telling my husband literally, I said, we ain't going to be able to go nowhere. They, you know, people just looking at the even a response from other leaders in other countries. And I'm like, they're going to be like, uh, uh, you know, (laughs) you can't come here. You can go, you don't have to go home. But you not coming here and it's 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 interesting and it's crazy and I hope you know people are documenting it in in some way shape or form so 200 years from now they're gonna be like what the heck <laughs> you know um I'm writing about other experiences so I don't have time for the foolishness but before we kind of pivot back to mental health I want to get your opinion on this because I've seen a lot of quote unquote media saying like President Trump is gonna go down as the worst president in history
1: mm-hmm.
0: do you do you agree or disagree with that statement
1: I don't I mean, I don't know because I mean I think everyone's entitled to their opinion mm-hmm. but For me, to me, and it's just like whether he goes down as the worst president or not, what benefit is it for me? Right. That's how I look at it. But I mean, if you ask me, yeah, he shouldn't have been president anyway. Um, But that's what happens when sometimes we all don't go out and vote. Um, But I definitely will say for me, he was like, I don't even consider the fact that he was my president. You know, he was in term. He was in office, but would, he didn't do anything that benefited me. Just like he's, he was, he wanted them to approve a two thousand dollars stimulus for us the second time. You had the power to do that the first time. Why didn't yep. you?
0: Exactly. my My thoughts on that statement, and I, I will say, it depends on how you. Look at it. I think if we look at the whole picture, then he is the worst president in our lifetime. Mm -hmm. But I can't say he's the worst president in history when some of the presidents own slaves. Right. And I think that is the part of the conversation that the media is not saying. Like, if you say he's the worst president since slavery, okay. But let's just, you know, like, and I think the media is trying to put black people in their emotions, like, because that whole, you know, if it was black and brown people, no, no, we don't care. So just take black out your headlines.
1: I think that's I think that's something to consider, too, because we're quick to say that some Caucasians are racist Right. But when we throw our race out there, we, we do the same thing kind of sort of in a way when we throw our race out there. Well, this person only treat me like this because I'm black or, yada, you know, such and such and such. I think it just depends. Um, I think it depends on behaviors. I think it depends on that person. I think it depends on perceptions. I think it's a lot to take into consideration Um, when it comes to the race card. true and I think that just at
0: the end of the day holy like the whole picture
1: mm-hmm.
0: is um America things that's going on is karma yeah because if you think about and this is my whole thing how I rationalize it and stay sane because I'm real because I' Let's base this on facts. Um, the land was taken from the Indians and slaves were brought over here to work it. Mm-hmm. It's a whole lot of blood in this land. And depending on, you know, what you believe everybody is is different. Um, but I do believe that this what's going on, the unrest, the craziness, the I don't know, meth in the air is <laughs> is karma. For um, certain sins that was committed in order to build "quote unquote" America, and that's how I stay mentally sane because I just look at things in my Aquarius way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, with that being said, what what are some um, you know strategies, practices, or, or habits? is if, if somebody doesn't think like me, you know, what are some things other people can do? to try to stay mentally healthy when, you know, it just, I don't see where COVID is going to to end to where we're back to how we were before. I don't, I don't see that happening. So how can somebody stay mentally healthy?
1: Well, the first thing I would say (laughs) and this is going to be big and some people might not get it, but I would definitely say stop taking things personal or don't take it personal. Um, Mm -hmm. Try not to personalize events or things that's happening around us, but not necessarily to us Mm -hmm. as that individual. Um, That's a a big strategy, but also if it, if anything interrupts your peace, it's not worth it. So getting to that place to where we're not around toxic people, we're not surrounding ourselves with toxic things because at all costs, you want to protect your peace. You want to protect your energy. 2020 should have shown us that life is too short and we don't have time for foolishness. So I Mm -hmm. would definitely say, be aware of how we feel, embrace how we feel, and we could deal with how we feel without confronting someone else Someone else, if that person has caused some ill will toward us. Um, I like to tell people all the time when you get arrested, the first thing the cops tell you is that you have the right to remain silent. So that can also help you stay mentally healthy, like knowing every action that someone does doesn't need a reaction. Mm. So we have to do whatever is going to take to prevent ourselves, you know, from. Lacking that peace or that energy. Um, Definitely say try to remain positive, although it might look bad. Definitely try to remain positive. Try to keep the positive thoughts in your head. Try to watch things that are positive. Try to do things that you enjoy doing that will bring you about peace and that will bring about joy and happiness. Um, The pandemic. Will I believe it will eventually come to an end? It's just a matter of when. We don't know when, and I think that's the part that can be scary for us. But as long as you're doing what you're supposed to do, such as the washing hands, such as wearing your mask, um, the social distancing, then I think you know we'll definitely be fine. And that's not to mean you know become a hermit and just stay in the house and don't live life. You still want to live life to the fullest. But we want to take the necessary precautions that we need to take to live life to the fullest. Exercise. That's going to be a big one that I would suggest to definitely make sure that you exercise, because as we can see, a lot of people have underlying conditions that they might not have known about until they got COVID. You know, so definitely exercise. Try to keep yourself healthy all around as a whole, Um, not just mentally, but physically, spiritually, financially. You know, we want to be whole. We don't want to have any missing um, fragments. Mm.
0: And I know a lot of people, including myself, (laughs) you know how they have the, what is it? Freshman 15. Mm -hmm. Um, I I know a lot of people have gained what I would call the pandemic five or the pandemic 10. Mm -hmm. And that's all I'm going to say on that. I. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say about that part. I won't out nobody. I've outed. I don't know. It's it's a battle, <laughs> you know, because I was like, I'm getting older, you know, like, psh, yes, it was, it was coming either way. It just, you know, so um, if somebody's struggling mentally, because I think maybe a lot of people are. You know, because people think therapy, they think, okay, I'm going to go sit on somebody's couch. Mm -hmm. But a lot of that has changed. Um, So if you want to talk about or give some advice for those that are are struggling mentally and their therapy options now.
1: okay. so what I I definitely will say is um, we all are allowed to feel however it is we want to feel. Our feelings are valid. However. Like, let's give an example. Say, for instance, we break up with our significant other and we want to cry because we're feeling hurt. We are aware of how we feel. We embrace how we feel. And then we have to assess, Okay, I'm hurt now. I'm crying. How long are we going to cry before we get back up? How long are we going to cry before we keep moving forward? So with those struggling mentally We want to put in our mindset, okay, this is how I feel, but now what am I going to do about it? Am I going to stay stuck in this place and let these feelings control me? Because feelings aren't constant. They constantly change, but they aren't constant. So they won't remain. Or am I going to do something about how I feel? So we definitely want to do those coping skills that are going to be beneficial to us. Deep breathing don't work for everyone. Counting to 10 don't work for everyone. Meditation Mm -hmm. works, journaling works, but you have to see what works for you. And you want to do those things that work for you that will bring you about peace, as I mentioned before. So know too that trouble don't last always, and that it (laughs) won't always be like this. So this is just temporarily. This is just what we see right now, but it won't always be like this because change is gonna come. But will we be a part of that change? Or will we not be a part of that change?
0: Mm, Good stuff. And I do a combination of things just to kind of put it out there. I do my gratitude jar. I just write a quick note every morning, put that in there. Also meditate sometimes five minutes once a day. Sometimes it takes 10 minutes, five times a day. And I also journal in the morning, first thing when I get up and start my day. And I find that if I don't do those things, then it just like throws my whole day off. And I journal just to kind of get everything out of me. So that would be my suggestions. Mm -hmm. Also a lot of therapists, including mine, um, you can do live sessions, you know, virtual sessions. Um, So I would say definitely, you know, reach out to a therapist, counselor, see how you could do some sort of virtual session and those things. And so you could get on your feet or at least on your tiptoe. So Mm -hmm. Queen Donna um, is a therapist (laughs) (laughs) and you can follow her. At, Go ahead and give your information so the audience could reach out to you and maybe find out how they could work with you to help them you during could, this time.
1: I'm sorry. You can follow me at um, higher underscore above average 2015, or you can follow me at Gracefully Purpose Counseling. And both of those acts are on Instagram. And I'm also on Facebook at Donna Barnes. And you'll be able to find me. Um, I also have a website, www.gracefullypurposedcounseling.com. So you can also hit me up on there. Yay. Good stuff. I'm trying to help you guys get
0: y'all minds together for 2021. It is not too late. We're not even halfway into the first month. So you got time to make some changes and do some stuff. So what... Are are you struggling? Did you struggle in 2020? You're struggling in 2021? What are you looking forward to? Just go ahead and let us know at The Define You on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, have conversations that mean something and just ask people how they doing. You have been listening to Define You Radio, After Dark Conversations. If you learn something, don't keep it to yourself. Share it with your friends, family, and foes. Make sure you go over to defineyouradio.com and subscribe for monthly giveaways and more.